Hey everyone, this is Wes Heimer, President of Track Troop. And I'm Tori Weaver, Director of Sales. And we want to welcome you to On Track, a podcast where we talk with agriculture and construction professionals to find out how they keep their business on track. Today's guest is Beth Stanford, Digital Marketing Manager for Kubota USA. Beth, thanks for joining us today. Hey everyone, thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, hey Beth, one of the things I just really enjoy about working with you is your passion for the ag industry. It just, it exudes out of you every time we have a conversation, every time we're in a meeting, anytime we do something together, you're just really passionate about this business, this industry. Tell me where that passion comes from. Yeah, so just when I was a little girl even, so my papa had a farm and um, he raised cattle and hay and sold bulls. And as little as I could remember, he would always, and again, listeners, I do not recommend this, but he would let us ride on the back of the bush hog. And one of our favorite things to do was go looking for eyes at night. So we'd, you know, cruise down the dirt road on the back of the bush hog and, you know, just look for eyes. And it was just kind of those simple connections that we made with the land in the farm and you know during the day you know watching kind of all of the activity in the fields and it's such a small town in southeast texas woodville texas so shout out to any southeast texas listeners um you know it's that sense of community and going into town and you know going out to the feed store and making those conversations if the weather and the hurricanes which are really prevalent in southeast texas are coming through you band together as a community so it's just kind of been ingrained since I was a little girl that, you know, it's a part of community. It's a part of managing and moving the earth and not even with the ag, but another big passion of mine, especially working with Kubota is construction. So I married my high school sweetheart and he's a senior construction manager and he comes from a long line of operators. And so that's another facet of Kubota I was so familiar with because again it's that day-to-day those earth movers and that reliability so I have quite a few passions uh, which is why I get giddy when I talk to you a lot that's great and I think it's it's so cool that that you know what it's like you know to be on the front lines and to experience that as you said as a young girl you know and know that what the work you guys are doing at Kubota there's another young girl out there that's on one of these tractors with her grandpa now, and you can envision that and you've lived that. And so that's, that's really rewarding. What would you say is like a, a life lesson or something that you took away from, from your time on the farm that you, you know, you use in your daily life or at work? Yeah, I think though one of the biggest things that I kind of always bring to the table is kind of respect your environment, respect the people around you and to be a good person. So as a good steward of the land, you know, I'm respectful of, you know, whether it's animals that are coming through naturally in the environment, especially when you get down into the big thicket of Southeast Texas. I'm respectful that yes, there are those hurricanes or tropical storms that are going to change the trees because it's going to blow over trees it's going to change the way the season is with the hay seasons in the summer and so respecting and being a good steward of the land is a big lesson I've always kind of learned because the land's just not going to take care of itself Uh, even in areas where it is you know overgrowth and you do kind of want it to naturally take its own shape and form it is to be a good steward is to also kind of know that maintenance and being a good partner in the land 
that you're living in within that environment uh, take shape as well and priority. I think that really feeds into kind of our next thought processes of the consumer base is ever evolving. Things are changing in the ag and, in, and construction industries. Do we feel like you've seen a lot of big changes from the OEM standpoint? And do you see dealers adapting to those changes to meet the consumer needs? Yeah, I think we're all kind of not forced into it, but it's like a tidal wave, right? It comes back to I've been working on websites, you know, now for almost two decades. And, you know, it was kind of that at first that razzle dazzle approach, right? What's the flash? Let's bring them in and almost like a Russian doll boxed within box within box. It was just very inner informational flow was structured that way. But now it's completely all about you it's all about wes it's all about tori it's about beth you know but we all consume information differently so as an oem and as a dealers we're having to quickly adapt to that so can we make it very quick can we make it on you know if i'm searching information at midnight versus 6 a.m but what if i'm in the field and there's a service problem where's that support or if i've made the jump and I'm buying some new acreage as a first time buyer, you know, where's that support needed? Because maybe this needs to be a long-term purchase and I need to know that I have that support. So it's again, this tidal wave of customization and it's so different and it's changing every second. So if we don't adapt, obviously there's going to be some challenges because it's so easy to go somewhere else. So as a good steward at Kubota and our dealership network, you know, we need to be that heartbeat for our consumers. We need to know that we can adapt with you. We can be there if you're in the field or if you're online. So however you consume that information and you need that information, Kubota will have your back. That's perfect. I think it is so important in being a consumer myself, owning equipment myself, it is so important to the consumer to know that we're a part of your puzzle as well as you're a part of ours. So I appreciate that from Kubota's standpoint and from the dealer network because the dealer network that Kubota has is so strong and it's great to work with all of them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so speaking of just, you know, how things have evolved and let's talk specifically about just some of the ways that Kubota USA has evolved. I know, you know, speaking of your passion, you have some what we call passion projects, um, one of which is Kubota Country. And uh, kind of walk people through what Kubota Country is, how that evolved, how that came about. Yeah, so Kubota Country is a passion project and it has evolved all through the years. So, you know, I, I'm in been in marketing and advertising for again uh, longer than <laughs> I care to admit. Uh, but uh, you know, one big thing that I'm passionate about, and anybody that kind of crosses my path, is I am a people person, and that's really kind of the heartbeat. I try to put in anything that I work or bring to consumers. And Kubota, it's a community, right? I go back to my husband being a senior construction manager, and on the weekends when we're barbecuing, I'm barbecuing with you know operators with specifically with uh, tower hands that, you know, erect communication towers. And so a lot of the conversation is about the job sites. 
about the day-to-day -day work and the struggles, the successes, and even out in the field, you know, getting dirty and coming home and just needing to kick off your boots. Well, it's those stories that we share and we can have conversations and we can laugh about, we can cry about, we can scream about. And so that really is what Kubota Country is meant to do. It's meant to be that bridge with our users and our community so that they can come into Kubota USA and we have a, a shared experience through that hashtag Kubota country. And so you can see the day in the life and, and that's what social media does. And in, with the website as an extension, it gives that looking glass into, you know, hey, guess what I did today? Or my gosh, guess what happened to me today? It's that emotion that we're just trying to bridge that connection so that they can come into Kubota country and share their photos and experiences or maybe they need to come in and say, you know what, hey, Kubota, you understand my challenge today. How can I maybe make that right through some of our thought leadership? Or, of course, uh, we have shared stories through Get Inspired so you can better understand what are some of those great stories that we hear out in Kubota country and my favorite um, is Grandpa Miller. You know, he was 104 and he used his RTV on his property every day. He wanted to still feel a valuable part of the family farm. So he would ride his RTV and he would sit and perch and watch his great grandchildren. He'd be able to transport a little bit of the firewood and he would even go to church in his RTV. So that's just one example of Kubota Country shared stories. And that obviously also starts with the kids. So I was super excited because this year with the Track True team, we launched Kubota Country Kids. And this is that experience. Now it becomes a family experience within Kubota Country where we have interactive activities for coloring. We have an innovator's corner where each month we do a spotlight on an innovator out in Kubota Country. We have a forage specialist. We have some farmers. We have even an agency we work with, and then each of those innovators will provide a project that kids can do at home as a family. So again, it is about community and bridging that gap, um, and that is one thing that, again, I'm so passionate about is bringing those people together. That's awesome, and we'll include some links in the show notes. I know they say a picture is worth a thousand words, and literally these drawings that these kids are doing are just remarkable. It's so much fun. I know my kids have participated and it's just so cool to see how Kubota is reaching that younger generation, um, you know, through Kubota kids. And I think also back to, to our point of how things are evolving in the dealership, it's been really cool to see, you know, how, you know, historically, a lot of guys would, would show up at the dealership, grab a cup cup of coffee and talk shop or something like that. And then how that's evolved now to this online community of kind of the same idea. And like you said, Beth, now you can see it's not just about moving metal. It's about seeing how these people are using, you know, Kubota's equipment in their everyday life. And that's what really brings it to life. And like you said, we're, we're marketers at heart. And so we, we love a good story, you know, and I love that story of the, the 104 year old uh, guy who, who's just out there using the RTV and it's just, it's so encouraging. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is a great community and one that if you do have that time to have that cup of coffee, so to speak, whether it be in person or virtually, I mean, it's get to know your neighbor. Um, and because, um, you know, those are the people that, you know, are around you and that support you or if you're in need, you know, it's it's always that helping hand, um, which we, again, can tackle in person, um, even at a dealer for that cup of coffee or, you know, come on digitally and um, experience with your entire family if need be. Yes, I can tell you from the consumer standpoint, my kid has her own body seat in the M6. So it is so important that she gets to be a part of it. She gets to be a part of our farm. She sits in the back of our skid steer. Once again, I don't suggest some of these things to other people, but that's what happens in our house. So <laughs> it is so important that she gets to be a part of it because of Kubota. And that's so cool. That being said, Kubota is celebrating their 50th anniversary, which is an amazing milestone. So tell us about how Kubota has evolved over the years. And I also noticed that the big slogan that you guys are talking about this year is together we do more. So how have you been able to do more while hitting those milestones over the years? Absolutely. So we are celebrating our 50th anniversary here in the U.S. And Kubota, over the years, we identify a problem and we meet the need for that problem. And so, you know, when we start talking about our subcompact market, even the construction side of things, if you look over the milestones historically from the 70s to now, it's been about meeting a need of a customer, right? Going back to that Kubota country community. And so together we do more because it's not about, and Kubota's kind of always stood firm about, it's the local dealer of choice. Right. That is somebody you look to. And I can speak for myself as, you know, when my dad right now, when he's on the farm, you know, there's a local dealer that's not so close to him. So he's really going to rely on that person because, you know, does he need to pick up the phone and call them? Can they come and quickly do a service need? So he's looking for that kind of that beacon and that guide and light to help him, you know, through the trials and tribulations of the different seasons. So that is that together we do more because we want to make sure that as Kubota, we know that we're putting our name on our equipment because it is reliable, it is agile, it is durable. And also that extension of us out into the dealer network that are going to be your long-term partner and even family and friend because it is that commitment that you're not just buying or going to the grocery store and, you know, buying a staple, you're buying a piece of equipment that maybe your revenue is dependent upon, that you might need long-term with, you know, generations to come. And that's what we have to make sure that it can stand the test of time and that we can always be there no matter the moment that you're in. Yeah, and you guys heard Beth mention the uh, the timeline of Kubota. Another thing we will put in the show notes for you guys is they've done an excellent job of putting together the history of Kubota, and it's super interesting. It's almost like going into a virtual museum of just walking through and seeing all the different milestones, everything, how, how everything's evolved over the years. So we'll include a link to that as well in the show notes. Well, Beth, two last questions. Again, we appreciate you being here with us today. Uh, first one is, if you could go back and tell yourself one thing when you started your career, what would it be? Let it roll. Just kind of let it roll off your back. 
um, you know, when you're young and you're hungry, um, you know, you want to conquer the world. And so if something doesn't go perfect, then you take a lot of weight on your shoulders. But as you know, kind of the tenure comes and I've evolved in my career, it's just, it's another day, take a deep breath, let it roll off your back and actually take a deep breath and find a solution. Um, so it doesn't seem overwhelming. And um, because at the end of the day, um, there can always be a solve. And even sometimes if there's not, that's okay because lesson learned um, and you know how to tackle it best next time. Yeah, no, that's a great, great word. Next question is what uh, is some of the best advice you've been given when it comes to leadership? I think just kind of be a partner. And I've always told my team, I will hold your hand as much as you want me to hold your hand and I'll let you fly as high as you want to fly. And so I take that very deep to heart every day um, in my leadership style because it, it's not for me if you want to make a good product. And a lot of times we're spending more hours at work than we are sometimes with our own families is that you, you have to have that synergy and going back to that heartbeat. Be one heartbeat. And I find it best I'm able to do that if I come down and kind of bridge everyone together and kind of say, again, I'm here as much as you need me. Or again, if you want to fly, go and fly, little birdie, because I'll still be here for you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. Well, Beth, we appreciate you being on with us today. And again, not only do we appreciate you being on, but we appreciate your partnership and just all the work you guys are doing at Kubota is just so incredible. And uh, like I said, we're going to put some put some uh, links in the show notes for people to check out and actually see, see the work that Beth and her team is doing. But again, we appreciate you being on and thanks for your time today. All right. Thanks y'all for having me. On Track is brought to you by TrackTrue, where we are here for you. We're professional problem solvers who use digital advertising and web design to help our clients thrive. Visit TrackTrue.com for more. That's T-R-A-C-T-R-U.com.